the world's most popular comic magazine, oh. Cape Crisis. Hello, yes. Hello everybody. Hi, uh, this is your host, Henry Gilbert, uh, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Wow. And uh, gotten really good at that. We're here with Cape Crisis, episode number 12. Oh, Crazy, huh? The Dirty Dozen. That's so, right, three whole months. Already been that long? Or like three whole months. Anyways. Can we do some renumbering of another podcast and you absorb it and suddenly we're at uh, episode 100? I think if you, we combined all of ours, uh, like Laser Time and VG Empire, we get close to 75, I think. Wow, Ooh, that's a foil cover. We're almost ready for syndication. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're talking about different milestones. Yes. Syndication on the internet. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. We're Huffington here. Post profess, presents Cape Crisis. It's called RSS. Yeah. <laughs> We're here today with my regular old co host, Chris Antista. Mm hmm. Uh, Can I give uh, myself the Ninja Turtles victory jingle? If you have Please? it. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was waiting for it. <laughs> Nobody we, else gets a jingle, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. Watching oh. the boards is <laughs> the wild man, Tyler Wilde. Hi, I'm watching the boards. There's only one board. Oh, Okay, yes. Tyler gets a jingle. And oh, am I really going to be here going? all the way from his home? <laughs> down the street. From down the street, it's Brad Elston. Right, I think I got one. This will be good. I know you have Mega Man X sounds, and that would have been more appropriate. I do, but, but I couldn't find it fast enough. I do enjoy the DKC. It's mm-hmm. fine. Guys, <laughs> I don't think I have loved comic books as much as I do right now in a long, long time. I don't like, think I've read... As many, com- I definitely haven't read as many digitally until mm-hmm. after this Friday. Mm-hmm. At this, yeah, Avengers opening weekend, uh, which yeah, we can say it's on what seven hundred million dollars worldwide at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, o- over that, close I, to eight. I, I just want to say that I'm so I am uh, an unapologetic Joss Whedon nerd, and seeing him get his shows canceled and things not pushed through, and then to see him strangely responsible for what is probably going to be the most financially successful movie that's ever been made makes yeah. me so fucking happy. Feels really good. It, it makes does. me so happy. It makes me want to do one of these. Yeah. That, that belongs to me. Well, right. just that uh, that Whedon had gone so long without ever having a real success. Like cult successes were all he, he had. had. He has. He wrote a movie mm-hmm. that's been on the shelf for two years. That was released a month before this. Yep. He has com- he has he's to compete with himself in the box office because of bad timing and ill faith from studios. Which is Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. If you're not paying attention. And also, like, when I've read behind-the-scenes stuff, like, about the making of Avengers, like, he was hired on just to direct, but then he was like, this script is bad. I have to make... I have to write this script. Like, he... Did a total rewrite. Mm-hmm. He was writing scenes as they were filming, like adding shit on the fly because he's a very creative dude. And I, I believe he went and wrote a lot of Joe Johnston's Captain America too. And that I, I think beyond that script needing a punch up, mm-hmm. Captain America figures in very prominently. The story from Captain America, the first Avenger, features in very prevalently. Yeah. yeah. Cap and, Cap and Thor are strangely like, uh, quite important for Avengers, more than I was expecting. Whereas Iron Man, it's like if you didn't see Iron Man 2, it actually not, other than getting a vague introduction to Black Widow, mm-hmm. nothing from Iron Man 2 really mattered. It was more about Iron Man 1 mm-hmm. and then Incredible Hulk didn't matter either. So Yeah, I thought... Or, well, Hulk. That, or Hulk. That makes sense too that, the, uh, that Captain America was such a well-defined character <laughs> in... 
Like he was the character of Captain America was oh. the best part of the Captain America movie. Can can yeah. I say for right now for people listening who haven't seen the Avengers, mm-hmm. we will not be spoiling oh, yes. anything yeah. in the first half. Yeah, the first yeah. half, second half, second uh, half. Watch your shit. We're going to tell you all about Ultron hidden in the movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, other stuff though we should talk about too. It, comic book news. We usually start off with. No, I, you look like you were about to say something. Forgot what were we just talking about before that? Uh, Captain. We're America, just saying. Uh, how, we were just saying how com- read more comics this past weekend and. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like Comicsology, uh, the digital comic service, did a great thing to have like the the ninety nine cent sale. Yeah, the Avengers sale. And like, you know, we appreciate you buying those comics through Cape Crisis at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And and we we put digital a bunch of comics are great. And you and you. Recommended all your like favorite Avengers trades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was it was very easy because every issue of Avengers, a couple of Avengers arcs were ninety nine cents. They were cheaper than those trades for <laughs> two days. True, they were. Yeah, and, and those I bought those, a ton. Those, I just, and rebought Infinity Gauntlet just because. And those uh, those uh, those prices, uh, the Comicsology. I mm-hmm. I didn't notice it at the time, but those prices were actually reflected in the Marvel app as well. Yes, like the official Marvel mm-hmm. app. So like. That's how I found when I got home because Saturday this past Saturday was Free Comic Book Day, and yes. we were, and Henry and I went to a comic shop uh, late so in the day. My, yeah, late in the day, so it was uh, all the free comics were gone, most of it. But I got the Serenity Han Solo. Uh, well, that was Mal before. Reynolds thing. But, well, yeah, you went. I went with you. The your second. Trip I went. To I went. Comic yeah, I went the first time just to scope it out and be like support them, do something. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, was that really just like sound, soundboard Tourette's? No. Went to buy comics, but yeah, ended up getting like a, a Thor bottle opener that's actually <laughs> really heavy, and it's like the hammer, and it has the whole words "Whoever, whosoever holdeth this hammer, it, all if the they be worthy, gain the power of Thor." And of it's the huge Thor. and heavy, and yeah. it's awesome, but like can the power of beer. And of beer, it wasn't it. the. Well, I was having trouble actually using it to open. Let's bottles, not let's not besmirch the <laughs> power of Mjolnir. But so, but then when I went, I saw like I bought this Ultron figure that I always I totally forgot existed, and Ultron's my favorite Avengers villain, as I said on last week's show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll definitely buy this figure. But there's no comics because I don't. I'm still trying to get off physical things mm-hmm. because I need. I'm out of space. Um, yes. But but the whole thing of buying trades is still very important to me. Like I, I yeah. can't keep up with single issues, but it. There is, like you said, with uh, how underneath each episode there's links to trades to mm-hmm. buy off Amazon, which well, that money kicks back a few bucks to Cape Crisis Laser Time. Boom. Helps keep us buying new mics like this one that's broken, and I've Sorry, tied together. Oh, I've nice. tied it together with some form of string. <laughs> that really yep. screwed me up. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Forgot where you were. Uh, no, I thought I was having a stroke. Like, <laughs> wait, am I actually at home? <laughs> um, but, but when, but, but, but what I saw, what made me want to go back was mm-hmm. something. This is the kind of stuff that will never be discounted, will never be digitally available because it's probably just too much work. It was a gigantic Axe of Vengeance hardcover omnibus. Mm-hmm. Omnibus? Omnibus. <laughs> Am- Ambien. He's my, my, my favorite valiant villain. Yes. Omnibious. Voiced by Burgess Meredith. Uh, I'm omnibious. It's a globulous joke. Impervious. He a bullshitterist. <laughs> omnibious. But, like, that's the kind of thing, like, when I walked in, it's like, this is $99. Wow. But it's like so many comics. And it's this huge storyline from, like, 1989 where sure. a very cool idea where all the villains of the day. Like all rotated one notch, so like Iron Man's main villain went to fight 
Daredevil, and oh, Daredevil's awesome. main villain went to fight Spider-Man, and Spider-Man's main villain went to fight Moon Knight or something. So the, everyone just, the mm-hmm. whole Marvel Universe is like, what the fuck? Awesome. We don't do this. Who are you? So like tying it into an old Cape Crisis, it sounds like the April Fool's Day for Sunday comics. <laughs> yeah, where yeah. Uh, they would trade, they would strips, trade artists yeah. and yeah. styles. Yeah. And, so that's what I thought was really cool, and that's the kind of stuff that really. Uh, even though I'm buying more stuff digitally, and I'm getting more used to it, the HD comics are just so mm-hmm. gorgeous and a nonstop parade of high, high wallpapers because you can pinch in and the images are so crisp. You just screen grab. I would perfect. like. To, I want to point out, uh, uh, but those, but those. Twitter.com slash CNTs to tell me how much you're liking, if, if you like or don't like digital comics. I'm just starting and I'm having a little renaissance myself. I would love to hear what you guys think. The apps make up. it really alarmingly easy to just start tapping and buying the things. The guided view is pretty great, and the, and the kin- but uh, Kindle has all those DC uh, trades can't believe for you're reading on the Kindle. super cheap. Why don't you just read it no, on the, the stone <laughs> tablet dinosaur? Kindle, I wish Marvel <laughs> used Kindle the same way DC does. Like, mm. Marvel isn't on Kindle at all. Like, mm. DC Kindle prices through, are way it is more through fluid. Comicsology. No, not always. Or, no, all the Marvel stuff's on Comicsology. No, no, no. Yeah, but I mean the DC stuff on Kindle, on Amazon itself, on Amazon itself, on mm-hmm. the Kindle is like really well priced. Like, it, it is a just, lot more fluid. The guided view for Comicsology is way better. Yes, yes, it is. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, when you bought the Axe of Vengeance thing, I also that was uh, it was twenty five percent off that yeah. day at that place. So. You paid eighty bucks for that, and I bought um, two old Spider-Man comics too. Like I bought one of well uh, trades, trades. Well, one was uh, a collection of all of the many times Spider-Man teamed up with the Avengers, which was really cool. That was a yeah. cool theme for a for a trade. It wasn't like one collected story. It's like mm-hmm. over the last 25, 30 years, oh, it was just all Spider-Man's appearances. Yeah, right? spiders? not all, well, but some highlights. The biggest ones, like it started out with the first. Uh, I, re- I read the whole thing. It started out with. Like, when he was asked to join the Avengers, like, the Avengers, like, challenge was capture the Hulk. And it was just such a cool thing of, like, Spider-Man it's is like told a, by the Avengers to capture the Hulk. It's, like it's a, a really cool... What a fraternity hazing. What a bullish thing, <laughs> bullyish thing to do. Yeah, hey, yeah, go yeah. poke the Hulk till he gets mad. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta, hey, the fuck this sheep or go catch the Hulk because then you can get into the Avengers. And then in the next one... to make out with your sister while you watch. And then they had another really good one where, like, Spider-Man just, like, barges into the Avengers' uh, living room and was like, Hey, I want to be an Avenger. Make me one. I want money. And they turn it and then... But then it gets to be too much for Spider-Man because, like, in one in a two-issue arc, like, they stop an invasion of Lava Men and then fight uh, a makeshift supervillain team up and then get trapped in a dark dimension, like, in two issues and... And then, and then it just goes to other. Uh, anyway, it was really cool. And then they also, uh, I also bought the Hobgoblin Lives Ooh. trade, which revealed the secret identity of the Hobgoblin. But it was just funny. Which that, one was it at that time? That's uh, Black Costume Spider-Man era. No, no, no. This is when Roger Stern. So Tom DeFalco took over for Roger Stern. Yeah. When Roger Stern was about to reveal who the Hobgoblin was. Tom DeFalco decided it should be somebody else. Roderick maybe. Kingsley? No, no, no. Well, yes. That is who Roger Stern ultimately made the mm-hmm. Hobgoblin. But Tom DeFalco made it Ned Leeds, Ned the man Leeds. who married Betty Brant. And so, like, uh, Roger Stern undid all that. It's a really cool time, Roderick right? Kingsley. I've, I've been reading a lot of Avengers comics, and Spider-Man comes and goes. Mm-hmm. It's. I think it's super weird, but again, well, I can't say enough things about you, uh, the recommendation from you, Big Time. 
Mm-hmm. No, um, Big Time is a great intro to Spider-Man, the especially way, into Hobgoblin. Not, I, I don't need an intro. It just like it, it reminds me when Spider-Man was funny, yeah, and not corny. Mm-hmm. See, I would say and instead like, of starting with Big Time, I'd just say go all the way to Brand New Day. Like that's what I was. Well, no, no, I, but I've, I've I've done that before. But like this is the current one where they like they I think they have a good handle on well, Spider-Man. This, that being started a, with Brand New Day, like being a same writer. person. But then like it starts out with him joining the Avengers. And implying to either Spider Woman or Black Cat that he would love to join the Avengers, but mm-hmm. they won't have him. Well, yeah, the, they, they, not, that he's yes. not good enough to receive the offer, and like that makes a lot of sense for every one of his appearances because Spider Man belongs to the Avengers all the time and isn't there. I always liked. I accept him as a regular Avenger now, but I never. I didn't. I still want don't him like him and him or Wolverine being on Avengers. It's just too much. If Wolverine's going to be in the Avengers, and I've heard a lot this weekend, mm-hmm. he's got to get rid of the. X-Men insignia on in his costume. <laughs> that, that is totally unacceptable to be He's be part of two organizations. It, just it doesn't is. make any sense that he's gone off to start his own school now, post-schism, and is also then, bye kids, I gotta go punch people, but not with my claws out, but I'll pull them out every time and then miss every panel, unless they're robots, <laughs> and, and then I'm gonna I'll hit them go, all. But then on his night job, he goes to X-Force and does murder people. Yeah, uh-huh. it's just It's just like... Come on, I know Wolverine's really popular, but no, really. Now, even complaining about Wolverine is mm-hmm. cliched and old at this mm-hmm. point, but take him off the Avengers. Well, I, I, here's what I think about the Avengers, like when they restarted against the new Avengers. I think the problem was then, that not that Captain America or Iron Man weren't popular, mm-hmm. but they weren't popular enough. Like They weren't as popular as Spider-Man yeah. or Wolverine. They Those two were household names. Now, thanks to the movies, yeah. finally you can support a comic with the Avengers if you want, that's just Cap, Wolver, uh, Cap, Thor, and Iron Man, yeah. and then supporting characters. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't do that back then. They, they felt like they had to be equal to the Justice League, so they had to have their most popular characters on the Avengers. Though the Avengers, in theory, should just be like the Cap trio: mm-hmm. Cap, Iron Man, Thor, and then new guys or 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 second secondary people like Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye, all those folks. Yeah. Wonder Man. Wasp Man. Wonder Man. Wasp. Yes. Um, speaking of Marvel continuity, Brett introduced me to a website. Which I found by pure accident. That, like, blew my mind. Do you remember what it's called? It was called. All right. It's uh, supermegamonkey.net. Net. Chrono Comic is the address. Mm. But it's called Marvel, uh, Marvel Comics Chronology. So yeah, I found this site. Um, I was asked on Twitter, like, "Hey, where's a good place to start? Or is there a list that's just like Marvel's comics timeline, mm-hmm. so that I can get caught up?" And I'm like, "Dude, that's so much. I don't even know where you would start." But then I thought, "Well, let me Google once and found the list of a Wikipedia mm-hmm. list. That's here's a list of major plot points." But then I clicked on the second link, and it was that site. And what mm-hmm. I found was this site that's like built in basic HTML. So it could have existed in like 1996. Very GeoCities. It's like even pre-GeoCities to Mm -hmm. me. It just looks like a guy built it with tables and basic HTML and notepad and was like website. But (laughs) goes year by year, Mm -hmm. Marvel Comics, in this very easy to navigate structure, like a Wikipedia before Wikipedia, a decade before Wikipedia, more than a decade before Wikipedia existed. uh, Like just goes through... Every year, year by year, and says, like, here's uh, major plot points of this year. Here's Mm -hmm. what new characters were introduced this year. Here's what creators came and left. Here's the general tone of the whole year. And then every issue that was published that year, with its own link to its own, every comic has its own page 
that then wow. breaks it down with scans of panels. This is incredible. And the whole site, I'm like, how deep does this go? And every time I clicked, I'm like, I, what? If you well, made an app of this and I could just download the whole thing, I would pay like 30, 40 bucks for well, this. Because I'll read it for a how year. How thorough here's, he is on the, on the little, the monster age. Yes, yeah. Well, here's what amazed me the most. So, like, he starts, like, when I clicked on 62, he was like, he said, the Marvel Universe really started existing this year. Yeah. Spider-Man appeared in Fantastic Four. Hulk appeared in, or Fantastic Four appeared in Spider-Man. Spider-Man, uh, you know, all these crossovers started happening. And then he puts mm. in, like, chronology. <laughs> he chronicles them in order, like, what what happened. Like, he said, well... This Avengers issue has to take place before this Fantastic Four issue because Captain America appears with the Avengers, and in this issue, he had quit the Avengers. And he's like, in this one, Pacepot Pete is in jail, but he got pardoned in the previous issue of Avengers, so that goes before this. Like, he cre- like he recognized incredible. the universe that it was But he also, made. like, points out what to- today, even when we were all born, like 1980, 83, whatever it is, it's like... Even by then, it was such a mundane concept of crossovers in comic books. Like, yeah, everyone's and everything. What does that mean? But in the 60s, especially 62, to have these characters crisscrossing, it was like, oh, wow. Because everything was just its own entity. But then it's like, wow, Spider-Man's in this Fantastic Four comic. Or, wow, this villain, Dr. Doom, has showed up in the Hulk. And it's like, what? How did you do this? How did someone pull the pull this off? How did what strings did you pull? It's the same company. Like I've just clicked on nineteen, but it was a brand new idea. At the like, time. This year introduces the formation of the Fantastic Four: the Hulk, Spider-Man, Ant-Man, and Thor. Sixty-two is a big year. What the fuck? Sixty-two was the creation. Well, sixty-one was the first issue of Fantastic Four, but sixty-two is, in my opinion, it is the most important year yep. of Marvel. Fifty years ago. Spider-Man is going to be 50 soon. Yeah. I remember growing up, like, in 90, 91, seeing the 50 years Captain America in the lower yeah. left. And now seeing that on my Amazing Spider-Man comics to say 50 years of Amazing Spider-Man really makes me realize 20 years have passed well, since yeah. I looked at the 50 years of it Captain America. It makes me America. feel weird as a, as a Disney nerd. Because every time I see, like, I turn on Entertainment Tonight or the news, like... And let's say happy birthday to Mickey. He's turning 94 years old. Right. Years young today. I'm like, uh, don't tell everybody this thing I like is 90. But it never bothered you as a kid to know that Captain America was 50 years old, right? No. Nah. It just, when I saw it, I saw it as like stature and like respect. I just, like I this thing's as... been around. What else, what else do you love that's been around for 50 no, years? No, it's, it's Marvel and Disney shit, dude. Yeah. It's the only thing, and I, that's why I wasn't against them buying them. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. I had, we had a whole Talk Raider episode about that. When, that. when that happened, then it was all I like... I we had a fun article we put together in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we were strangely accepted. Because we knew they weren't going to like step in and piss all over them. So. No, I just because yeah. Except you know when mm-hmm. Iron Man eventually goes to Disneyland, which I swear is going to happen eventually. Yeah, uh, but every- Disney's a smart company. I mean, sometimes. Yeah, I mean we can say a lot, but they're smart enough not to mess with Marvel. I know, and we we I you know I hate to say it, like Disney's smart enough not like no they're just terrified of tampering. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 they've seen what happens when they tamper. Yeah, but that's good. A lot of companies exactly. love tampering. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you get in there and fuck with something people like just because you acquired it, that's how you yeah. end up ruining things. So, uh, let's see. Also in the news, oh. wanted to talk in Free Comic Book Day. Mm-hmm. I caught up with them. DC put out uh, their new Fifty Two one, and it had a part in it that I really thought was dumb. Which what was this? The so. It was just set, it was a bunch of new short stories to set up things in the new universe. Okay. And including like since the recreation of the new universe, 
There's been this woman who appeared in every issue number one. Pandora is her name. And they're like, who is this Pandora? And it is the actual, like, mythical Pandora who opened the box of evil and let it out into the world. And then they set up. So here's. So that was revealed. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't all. Like, so they set up that that there are the. There's the Trinity in. Mm -hmm. They're setting up this thing called Trinity War, which. Made me think, oh, Trinity War, that means Blade. Super No, Superman versus Batman versus Neo's wife? <laughs> so come on, ex ex girlfriend at best. <laughs> uh, anyways, so then they um then they set up that the like the gods of the DC universe punished her and made her this like weird immortal and then they show the Phantom Stranger, and the Phantom Stranger had always been this some guy. Well, first they show the question, who had just been a guy with a mask that doesn't show his face. He was basically Rorschach. Uh, he was just a detective. Now they set up that he was some mythical. They uh, don't. They don't say what myth he was born from. Brett Rabbit Trickster. His punishment was to have no face and to always be asking the question. <laughs> but then the one that annoyed me the most of them, like mm-hmm. grasping at straws for importance, was the Phantom Stranger, who's. Admittedly, the Phantom Strange is a stupid character. He's just a guy who he's he's basically the Doctor Strange of the DC universe. He shows up does, and is like, it does sound like he rolled what, the superhero dice of names. And isn't that with, uh, Fate or Doctor Fate? Or? No, okay, no, okay, you're right. <laughs> Doctor Fate is the Doctor Strange of it, but for <laughs> that, I corrected you. Well, but for plot purposes, Phantom Stranger shows up way more often and says. Well, Superman, that's because magic. Okay. And, yes. right. Not so, to be confused with Captain Chronology. Right. <laughs> but so who was Phantom Stranger? He was Judas Iscariot. They like <laughs> No uh, way, what? really? For real. Like they show him wow. he I, I haven't read the comic I haven't read the full comic, but I saw the panel where he's like he's about to be punished. And he's dressed in biblical time clothes. And then he says, like, please forgive me. Forgive me like he would. And uh, then and, and then the guy punishing him. Well, it's all in caps. So, and then <laughs> the guy, hard, It's hard to tell when you're yelling. And then the guy, but it wasn't written in red when he said he. So. Oh, but anyway, and then the guy who's punishing him, he's like, your greed has darkened humanity forever. And then he throws silver coins at him. I was like, God, you guys had to make... <laughs> You had to make him Judas, really? Like that's so stupid. Ugh. That seems to be DC's. That's thing. not uh, what you said earlier. You said you can't spell Judas without Jew, and I didn't appreciate that at all. <laughs> Don't talk about <laughs> pre-show conversations. <laughs> but no, that whole thing that DC does, where they just well, instead of instead of what a lot of people fall into, which is demystifying things, yes. you're like oh, you they you, you over-explain something, and now it's lost its magic. DC loves to mystify. And enchant everything, what, like, and, give, thought, and give magical connotations. For I thought this everything. was the month where uh, Earth Two, like the official Earth yeah. Two rag, and I'm, mm-hmm. I was super excited about that. And, like that's where you tell the fucking weird tales and change the history. Well, now here's where Earth Two get, did get really weird this week. Oh goodness! This was the other thing when they. So there's our dedicated comic about Earth Two. Yeah, the jet first issue came out the, okay. about first. Earth Two. Mm-hmm. I really hope they reveal that every DC character was at the Last Supper because <laughs> oh god, please. <laughs> It would be fantastic to just redraw that. Uh, Wait, how long would it take for you, Henry, off the top of your head, to put 12 DC characters at that table? Well, what? Uh, gee, okay, Go for it. Let's see. In, in, in order of popularity. 
Um, Superman's in the middle. Well, Superman is Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman would be uh, the guy who turned in the first pope. That would be Peter. Um, wow, I didn't know you knew this much about the Bible. I was going to uh, say, I don't know anyone other than Jesus. Jesus. Wonder Woman wouldn't be there. Why not? Uh, not allowed. Well, there's no women. At the, she tapes her tits. Mary Magdalene isn't in the painting. And uh, let's see. Uh, the Adam would be there. Maybe Mark. Uh, let's see. I would put uh, Green Lantern. That's good. Flash. Um, Cannot wait till Aquaman. Get to the 10th through 12th. <laughs> Green Lantern, Flash, Aquaman. Um, Cyborg, Hawkman, Hawkman. Don't don't name them for me. Starfire, Hawkeye, <laughs> Firestar, Rom, um, Star Fox. Stop it! You know what? Forget, <laughs> this. forget this. I'm sorry. No. So what I, it's love to see your list one day if you just drew as fast as possible for like an SAT test. Your ten favorite superhero, or like your ten favorite DC superheroes, and who would be. 10 through 12. Well, I'm honestly like, uh, well, okay, so the Earth <laughs> That's 2. That's what I want to know. So the Earth 2 thing, the, so the first issue came out, it takes place on Earth 2, but that Earth 2 is nothing like old Earth 2. Old Earth 2 used to be. New Earth 2. Earth 2, the old Earth 2 was <laughs> what if the superheroes that existed in World War 2 did exist? Like, mm-hmm. what if their adventures continued? Mm-hmm. While regular DC Earth was, superheroes only exist in modern times, they weren't in World War 2. Sure. Uh, but now this Earth Two is like just like our the Earth Number One, mm-hmm. except now like you meet slightly different Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman, and then they are murdered. All three are killed by the end of issue one, and then it goes five years later, and then you meet the new guys who are the young versions of the people who are going to be the Justice Society. And mm-hmm. just so is it the like Justice uh, Society didn't mean to be young. Is it kind of like uh, that Earth 2 or whatever um, from that Justice League episode? I guess it's not quite the same No, it's not like that. Uh, Is it like DC basically trying to do an ultimate universe? Mm, It seems more... It seems like they're trying... You know the Justice Society of America where they're all old guys. Now it's just the lineup, but they're not old. Does it have Arlie Army in it? (laughs) No. Okay, I want want to know that one person out there is doing victory laps that I finally made that reference. Thank you. I'm not going to explain there, it at all. There. Fair enough. You know what? We have too much to talk about in the second I know. We didn't talk Avengers. about the Avengers at all. We need. Well, okay. Yeah. The Avengers made a ton of money. We'll talk more about more Avengers in the second half, our spoilery Avengers talk. So meet up on the next side of this break. Bibbidi-boo. everybody thanks again for listening to this uh, extra special long episode of cape crisis just so you know uh we're hosted on lasertimepodcast.com when you go there you'll see on the left side there's a little donate button you can help us out on the right side of the homepage, the newly fancily redesigned homepage, i might add you'll see you'll see links to amazon purchases and stuff uh and you also find that on the post for this episode of Cape Crisis and every episode of Cape Crisis. On there you'll find links to uh, comics we suggest uh, worth buying on Amazon. If you buy something through there or anything through that Amazon link, a little bit of money gets sent back to Laser Time, which helps keep the show free, as do the donations. Also, if you're downloading this on iTunes or uh, Zune Marketplace, just, uh, if you can, give us a review, give us five stars, 
all that stuff. It really helps us out in our um, position on the site, on those services. So, last thing. This is now Hank's Corner of Comic Book Suggestions. You know what? We talked a lot about it, but really can't go without saying the Infinity Gauntlet. After seeing the Avengers, you really want to read the Infinity Gauntlet. We get into spoilers later, but even if you've never read the Infinity Gauntlet, the, which was, I think it is the... Some might say Secret Wars is the definitive Marvel crossover, but I would say Infinity Gauntlet is. Read it. There's a link to buying it on the site. Uh, just pick it up. Infinity Gauntlet. All right. Thank you. Back to the show. Avengers Assemble! Hey guys, welcome back. Segment two, Cape Crisis, nice. uh, issue recovery. twelve. Uh, by Henry's request, uh, bring us in his brand new day by Sting. Um, <laughs> but it, we just got time oh, to download brand new day uh, from Spider Man. Did we are yeah, getting you? You're, you're, this is infectious, is it not? All this passion has made me want to, and I, I've never disliked comics. In fact, no. I love. Um, pulpy, uh, oh, I love pulp and sci-fi. You're, you're a visual person, so you like art too, and I love illustration. And I wanted to, I wanted Sorry. to draw comics. I mean, I love um, when you um, were visual ch- narrative. There was somebody over here drawing something sequential and, art, and you found a challenge and decided to draw stuff too, and blew this guy out of the. I forget we were drawing something for like a flyer, and you oh. blew this guy <laughs> out of the water. With your like Tyler went to fucking art school. And I did. Um, I just had to explain to people in our office, like, oh, no, that big-nosed weirdo on the dry erase board is a picture of me where you normally write out um, how to make development. Yeah. Uh, you, Tyler you, drew you a write giant stuff like Ruby on Rails. <laughs> a, a giant picture of me. Can you make that your Twitter avatar so I can see it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, they did um, not... Nobody knew what that was yeah. until, until <laughs> I told them today. Because uh, I don't know funny. what your avatar is right now, but it looks like Gorilla Grodd, it's slam, Gorilla Grodd. slamming a mountain dude. It's Gorilla Grodd. <laughs> it's Gorilla Grodd in his latest animated cartoon. So, yeah, I don't want to talk uh, about this too much because we have Avengers to talk about. We do, but, but I just I, didn't get into superheroes when I was a kid, and now I'm like, oh, maybe I should. You guys all love this so much well i think we can we can uh, obviously geek out on avengers but but you like the avengers and when the trailer came I out tyler's like i don't get it why does it why does this matter mm-hmm. and i tried to explain to him it's a yeah. culmination well, I, think, uh, I think also you like spider-man brand new day is a great starting point for spider-man like, but even right still now. like i don't want like any illusions that brand new day or spider-man comics in general are like dark knight returns or something mm. no it's they're like, not it's just like I wouldn't expect They're that. They're fun. Right. It's just like, I want something fun. No, but that's yeah, what I remember fun about Sp- He's fun. He makes wisecracks. And like in the last, I would say, 15 years, whenever I see him, the wisecracks are not funny. And, they're, and he's depressed. And he's depressed. And he's uh, Pretty much like 2001 through 2006 mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. just awful. And I'd say... Not 100% awful, and but I a saw, lot of I bad. saw that new movie trailer, and I loved that line of like, uh, oh, you found my weakness, small knives. I'm like, holy yeah. shit. He I, might make jokes. The movie, this the, the trilogy made me forget about this aspect of Spider-Man. It yeah. made me completely forget he was a yeah. funny character. Tobey Maguire made a couple of jokes, but even then they were delivered like, hey, derp. Well, like, everything Tobey Maguire were, delivers still sounds like he's crying. Yeah, yeah and it... Sounded like he was proud of himself Uh-oh. for having thought of the joke and yeah. was excited to deliver it. And it's <laughs> I, like, well, this Spider-Man looks I like such a loser. A, yeah. um, 
right. So before we go into the actual Avengers talk, we should let's address last week's question of the week was sure. who is your favorite Avenger? Oh, good call. So I'm just going to go over a few real quick because I really want to talk about the Avengers for real. Totes. But um, I first want to say Nathan Explosion. I gonna I gonna cheat and say Nova because he is my favorite character to use in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three, and he was on the Secret Avengers for one yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Send so. that to the company. Thank also. you for your purchase. Mm. <laughs> Let's see, and um, ba, 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 Zeb three six four, hands down, my favorite Avengers, Iron Man. Tony Stark rules as a character, and Iron Man's a badass. It's like the Venture Brothers says. Ever since the Iron Man, everybody <laughs> wants to roll by fire. Ah man. Uh, Joe says, uh, I have a weird thing for Hawkeye. I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Monocle Yao Gwai. Uh, Hank Pym. Sure, he fucked up with the whole Ultron thing, and he may have had some disagreements with his wife. But shit, he's super smart, and he has some cool-ass powers. Can you talk to ants? I didn't think so. And you should just look in the forums for Monocle Yao Guy's avatar, which is... Uh, I'll just say a mashup between Belle from Beauty and the Beast and Wild Thornberries. It's quite wow. a shocker. I, it's very hypnotic to keep watching. Also, I like uh, E. Hyundai. Um, <laughs> says, uh, I'm not going to act like I've read a great deal of Avengers, but I know She-Hulk is or was a member, and, I'm pre- and I've always been pretty interested in her. Am I crazy to associate her with more of the Fantastic Four? She joined, she was in the Fantastic Four for a while, but I think of her more as an Avenger. She was only in it for maybe two years, while as an Avenger, I'd say she's like on and off been a member for like 15 years. She Hulk? Yeah, She Hulk. Yeah, yeah. She was a member of the Fantastic Four for a long, straight period of time. She took over when the thing stayed on Battleworld after Secret Wars, but then when the thing came back, she left. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Dan Slot, She Hulk stuff, so I'll get it, go read it. If you can find it. My name is my name. Um, bu- 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 no, his answer's bad. I'm not going to say him. Um, <laughs> it's Thor. As a, uh, as a member of the Avengers, Hawkeye. As a character, Captain America. That's what Neil J says. Who's Neil J? I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know any of these people. I, I'm on I'm the next sorry. page, really, so uh, I see that Angry Bull says I'd have to say Iron Fist. I like Iron Fist a lot. <laughs> I think he's people want to make fun of him because he's a... White guy kung fu master, which is stupid, but uh, I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm on the I'm on the third page. So I'm gonna go down. Jet Jaguar, love that name. Jet Jaguar. Jet Jaguar. I want to say Wasp. He was. She was obviously an important initial member, and she needs some props considering Black Widow's in the movie and Wasp isn't. Um, wait, is he a uh, Kate? Kaotor is my favorite character, hands down, is Hercules. Through uh, <laughs> though, though Marvel has kind of turned him into a joke as of late. Hercules mm-hmm. used to be one of my favorite characters for over twenty five years. Who the fuck is Hercules? He's, he's Hercules. the Hercules. That's like, why I couldn't he's... get into him. Like it's just Hercules, mm-hmm. and I get that Thor is basically Thor. Yeah, Thor is Thor. But Hercules, just Judas, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, some I reason know. I could take. I could deal with Thor, but then for some reason Hercules, I'm like, well, when do you stop? Just put Zeus on the team already. Well, I mean, Hercules to me is not an. In- not, there's no interesting lore there. Like Thor is cool. Like all of that mythology is cool. Mm-hmm. I can get into that. <laughs> I like the. Th- I like that Hercules is a joke. One of my favorite jokes with Hercules was when he's a total womanizer. That's his thing. But then in uh, in Dan Slot She Hulk, she had a one night stand with him, 
and then just kicked him to the curb. And he felt he was like he. It was just funny to see his reaction to being on the other side of that for once. Like, <laughs> uh, I I want to acknowledge some first time posters. Um, the model Martel says. The white Nick Fury. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, no, but seriously, Spider-Man and Wolverine, but for oh, Best Avenger. Nah. Uh, uh, and um, Ratman Do 82 says, Machine Man <laughs> is the greatest Avenger of all time. No. X-51 represent. Machine Man sucks. We got a lot of first-time posters he's, here. He's, but you know, Machine Man is basically... Uh, like Inspector Gadget. This That's a, his level of power. Uh, Cro- Crozilla says Iron Fist uh, because I think he's underappreciated. Everyone should read the Ed Brubaker and uh, Matt Fraction run on. I agree. The Immortal yep. Iron Fist. It's good. Also, as a former Santa Rosa resident, it was really cool to hear Ann mention uh, the comic book, uh, the comic book box in Ron Ritt Park. Yeah. Oh, nice. I admit, God damn! I thought it was next week. I really had meant to like give everybody an assignment, like take a picture of the front of your local comic store. Uh, I want to see what they all sort of look like. I could go, I could go back down to Sunnyvale and show you. Yeah, we might, we might start a thread, and I, I, I would just like to see that what, what all comic stores around the country look like. Uh, and, and we'll be happy to know that a fellow Santa Rosa area living person knows. I can store. do that because I'll be heading home. Uh, for a visit, so I can take with the one in Illinois. I've been oh, frequenting. Nice. Uh, That'll be cool. It's not the one I went to as a kid. It moved to a new location off of campus, so mm-hmm. uh, it's not as nice. Here's one last one uh, I'm doing from page four. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Dark Knight. He says, "This is obviously not in the six one six universe, but my favorite is Ultimate Thor. The whole on the whole, he is a god, or is he just a crazy guy?" Thing, uh, the whole is he a god or is he a crazy guy thing was extremely fascinating. I also just like that Thor went from a guy who sounded fake Elizabethan to being like mm-hmm. a very down to earth liberal dude. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was really awesome. And I really liked his relationship with Iron Man in, mm-hmm. in the Ultimates. It was very it, funny. Yeah, and, and reflected the movie. I like that they were all such different. Like that, yeah, that they could find common ground. All right, mm-hmm. movie talk. Movie talk. So the Avengers. This is Spoiler Town, guys. So if you've somehow not seen it yet, we're going to be spoiling things. Well, I, I did. I only wanted to clear what you liked it, despite not understanding why the trailers were important. Not digging superheroes. I, I do like Joss Whedon. Um, so and, it's and, funny. And well, Joss Whedon did a good job of like doing a lot of fan service mm-hmm. and and sort of in jokes, but making sure that everyone else also got the in jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say it's like well, I, the di- he knows that everyone knows who Hulk is, and I watch yeah. watch the TV show. I know Hulk outside of the comics, and then just like for me, that expression of what Hulk is was amazing. Just that I wondered if that's why he leaned a lot on the Hulk for like the everyone really cool knows scenes, who the Hulk know is. The Hulk, like the rest of it, like lots of people saw Thor, but not everybody knows who. And Thor that was is. the most important movie. Avengers movie to have seen before this, and I did see that one, and mm-hmm. I did like it. So mm-hmm. that really helped that I, I saw Thor. I really liked how he treated Captain America mm-hmm. because I thought there are a lot of jokes, and Iron Man obviously adapts very well to Joss Whedon's writing style. He's perfect. He's, he's perfect. perfect. Yes. But but Captain America isn't. But mm-hmm. he's not made to be a pathetic buffoon uh, mm-hmm. succumbing to the adventure his adventures in time travel. He's made to seem like a reluctant leader, slowly getting used to... Slowly getting used to his time, and one of 
That was the question of the week. Is just going to be your favorite moment from Avengers, but mm. uh, but I just really like that there was the. This isn't my favorite moment, but mm. when they accepted Cap as the leader and Cap led and gave them all orders, like mm. that was a great moment. Yeah, like, they all just looked to him. That was when it firmly established, like this is why Cap is the leader and he deserves to be the leader. See, there like, was this. Hap- I don't know. I still left that movie still not satisfied with portraying Cap as the true badass that he actually is. Because mm-hmm. even that scene where he jumps up on the hood of the car and mm-hmm. like, yo, dude, I need a perimeter here. The soldiers here, these people in this building. And he's, he's being very authoritative. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, well, why should I trust you? And then, of course, Q, where he <laughs> takes a bunch of people out. But uh, even that, it wasn't, like, devastating enough. And, like... It wasn't dominating enough. It wasn't dominating enough. Like, I, I was like, slam that shield... Like yeah. crush somebody's skull. But, 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 but they, they, they did establish Cap as these. Uh, Iron Man was the most established hero in that universe, and even he's fringy. He's not to be trusted, uh, right? But Captain America is a is an icon, right? For years, for you know, for hundreds, for I don't decades. Know. I still came out of it hundreds. not really believing that he was. I came out of it seeing him as the least. A powerful think, uh, member of the group, and not necessarily even the strongest leader. He seemed meek. Uh, what I think hurt the what I think hurt Cap in the end fight was that like he could only fight goons. Like he couldn't fight. Right. There was nobody. He couldn't. They fight. needed he Hulk. They needed Iron Man. But they, which is which is fine. He but was, it's like I was hoping Cap would. When, when, what usually happens is he pulls the Batman thing where he mm-hmm. he figures out the thing that solves the problem because he's also he the wasn't brilliant even strategist there for the solution. He wasn't there. He didn't actually. Which I know they want. Black I'm Widow happy. Which I'm happy. Black Widow did it because otherwise she needed something to do. So I'm glad that she was and involved. She had some surprisingly good moments. Yeah, she not, was really good. But I bought hers. She was going to suck. I bought her as a badass because she had like three or four really good fight scenes. Yeah. yeah, and I got like, no, she's really tough. Like I get a, it. The interrogation scene with Loki, I love like that. That was really good. But then like Cap never still like. Never, still never had that, that scene where I'm like, there it is. That's him I mean, laying like six people out, making the right call, and everyone going, holy shit. Yeah, I felt like he never clicked. He always felt that sort of meek, like, ooh, I'm a fish out of water. What I am I doing here? I think the coolest thing he did was deflect the grenade. Like, that grenade yeah. was thrown, and he just jumped and, like, swatted it down. Oh, yeah. That was cool. a really cool he shot. Did, he did save that bank full of people. Well, yeah. and, I, and I liked that the, the <laughs> bit about uh, how what I thought was invocative of his personality was they drop him to fight Loki, yeah. mm-hmm. and even though he may not have actually understood the full scope of what Loki was anyway. just yet, he's still like I don't know, and he's just throwing punches, and he he's, it's but not I, working. I he like gets the, swatted down, he gets right back it, up, goes right if back. If they're up all to working, him. For that's sh- Cap to a T for Shield and the government. Like Captain America is the most at this point the most unquestioning mm-hmm. yeah. uh, man. Of Although he was the one who went and found the weapons. That uh, yeah. Well, um, he wants to investigate. Like he doesn't yeah. believe everything a government the, tells him. I don't know if we're forgetting it, but the the best cap scene to me was when he uses his shield to deflect Thor's hammer. I was just going to say, and, yeah, and, oh, yeah, and yeah. it just creates an explosion that stuns all of them. <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, oh, that shit. is an amazing because they don't even say anything after that. Like, all right, we should just stop. But so yeah. that that established him to me as okay. I guess he is on par with them. His shield can. He deserves to be there. Yeah. yeah. It, it's his it, shield and his willingness to... The, the most powerful weapon wielded by any yes, of them can it, be stopped by his shield. His so. willingness to put himself in harm's way. And like I can I can summarize this best by... Well, cult, a touchstone for a lot of us, and mm-hmm. now that we're in Spoiler Town, the Infinity Gauntlet, now that the tease is at the end of the movie. I don't want to go there yet. I don't want to go there yet. But uh, 
to me, what solidified Cap for me as a kid, because I always thought he's the dumbass mm-hmm. that throws a shield or something. He can't fly. He can't <laughs> run fast. Why do I care? He's your grandpa. He's my, uh, not even my grandpa because I never had one, so I don't know what that's like. But he but. was always saying like, "Hey, son, listen here." Yeah, it was just like, it, "Yeah, was, he's well, a dude who orders." In terms people of my around. grandpa, he's surprisingly strong. He can throw a football to a point where it hurts when it hits me in the chest. <laughs> but, uh, in but Infinity Gauntlet. But Infinity Gauntlet number four, which is the end all be all issue, where they all heroes finally come down and fight Thanos, and it's like one of the. My, I probably read that issue more than any issue in comic history. I just reread it again. It's so much fun. It's so good even to this day. It's so um, much fun. I think it should be the movie Marvel makes like when they, for whatever reason, they go out of business. Yeah. Just fun. And, and just not, fun. not have the last two issues in. But so yeah. Cap is one of the last, is the last But yeah, the, the bit is everyone loses. Everyone is killed. Like literally killed. And there's, there's it, a scene of just like uh, this body of like... Uh, Prince Namor covered in moss, like yeah. deadly moss, and Wolverine dead, sta- stab, having stabbed himself in his own head. No, Spider-Man. no, he was made into goo. Wolverine's made- bones were turned into rubber, oh, and yeah, he just yeah, falls right. over dead. But like, it's just Cap, and like Cap is the only one left standing, and it's Thanos with his omnipotence, mm-hmm. just looking at Cap, and they just they just exchange a couple of words, and he's like, "Well, you, we had to try," and <laughs> and he's just staring stone cold at Thanos, and Thanos, and he's like. It's your move, and he just walks right up to him and st- stares Thanos face to face. After, even in Cap's mind, he knows everyone has just been killed in front of yeah. him. Iron Man, Spider Man, Cap—not Cap, obviously. Mm-hmm. Thor, Nova, everyone is fucking dead and was murdered in front of him. Mm-hmm. And he just face to face stares this guy down, who's also shorter than Thanos. And then even then, like, just punches him right in the fucking jaw. And then he's like, anyway, he, does nothing and sla- he just smashes his shield in one hit and then slaps him barely and kills well, Captain also, America. And now, it's like Cap was knew he was also doing it as a distraction. He, he knew he was doing a distraction, so he knew he was sacrificing himself because Silver Surfer was flying as the speed of light off screen. But, but that's, that's, nonetheless, he threw it all out there, mm-hmm. and to have the balls. To do that is like that's why he's awesome because he would do that and no one else would I have think the that's guts. One of his superpowers is that he doesn't really. No sense of self-preservation in the face of duty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he's always willing to... But, okay, well, let's move on mm-hmm. to the Hulk. Oh. Now, so I think... Uh, what? Another oh, yeah. basically cap, small cap-related thing in the movie, other than him reflecting Iron Man's beam, which was a really fun aside. That yeah. was just a great scene. A great one-second yeah. aside. But the, and I couldn't tell... I remember, I couldn't decide how I felt about this, but the scene where the helicarrier is falling and Thor... Not Thor. Uh, cap and Iron Man have to go out and basically fix the mm-hmm. ship. Mm-hmm. And on one hand, I'm like... This is actually really cool that this is in here because part of what happens in almost every big superhero story is Spider-Man yeah. saving a bunch of people or mm. Iron Man holding up a building or that kind of stuff. And it's like the movies never do that a lot because it's all about fighting oh, a villain. Yeah. And this is like them not really fighting a villain but fighting an environmental obstacle. It's, mm. a, big, it's a big event piece that doesn't yeah. have a lot to it. Well, yeah, the helicarrier it, almost hard. always crashes yeah. in a big crossover. Yeah, too. and it's mm. hard to get invested in because they're just saving a giant machine. But it mm. does say like... This is their personality. They would put their lives on the line to save everyone on that ship and whoever might die in the crash. It's not about them being heroes. Mm-hmm. It's about them doing what they think is right, and I think that's actually really cool. But at the same time, it wasn't the most exciting thing in a movie mm-hmm. because I'm watching it was Thor. A little drawn out. Yeah, I'm watching Thor fight Hulk, and that's what I want to watch now because Thor and Hulk are fighting. Yeah. yeah. But I felt like it was important to be in there because like not everything they do is punching bad guys. Me, like this is them saving the day, and I yeah, thought that was. Let me just insert this before we go into because I meant to tweet it and I totally forgot. But as a Joss Whedon nerd, hearing Sam Jackson as Nick Fury refer to the Hella character, Hella carrier. 
a flying ship as a boat mm-hmm. uh, was outrageously rewarding as a giant Joss Whedon door. What, for Firefly? Yes. All flying ships are called boats, and he just, he just in the air, refers like, this boat's not going anywhere. Like, he just keeps calling it a boat, like Malcolm Reynolds. There I thought a, that was fantastic. I thought there was a very Joss Whedon line where it was um, when Tony was standing where mm-hmm. uh, Colonel Fury stands, mm-hmm. and then he's like, Man, how's he look at this with just one eye? And it's like he, tur- <laughs> he turns around a lot. Hey, it must be tiring. <laughs> I, did, I loved, I I loved did there like was the, that uh, there was that one Sam Jackson line in the beginning. He's like when he's talking to Loki. He's like, I'm pretty sure when you keep saying freedom, I think you mean the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was that. Oh man, it was like setting itself up for some cornball line. Captain America goes to Germany to talk to Loki. <laughs> the last time I was in Germany to talk to a man that he stood above all others. We didn't get along. <laughs> Whap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Hulk. A lot of people said Hulk stole the movie, or like was the best part of the movie. I think Hulk just finally like got on the level of awesomeness that the other characters were I think so. in their yeah, own. You're just, you just weren't expecting it to lead up to such a, a height so quickly. Like it's like he goes. I'm always angry, and the movie just got 1,000% more amazing. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. That's my I secret. I'm always it. angry. I'm always angry. And then you know the what? first thing he does is stop that giant thing in its tracks, and I'm already like, oh, my God. One punch. One punch. Henry, Which is you, perfect. Why That's, do you think that – I, I want to say because, to me, Mark Ruffalo is a, a more sympathetic actor. Yeah, he doesn't – there's something He doesn't about, have the baggage of Eric Bana or Edward Norton. Something about as Edward a, As Norton's, a cinema goer, I see them and well, I'm like, just, we all, I don't dislike those we actors. We all understand but. what happened to the Hulk. We don't mm-hmm. – in both movies, they show like a backstory and like, I'm so distraught. And, yeah, one of, the, mm-hmm. one of the points I saw is just like, Hulk in both the, in both the movies, like, mm-hmm. he's just depressed. It yeah. just sucks to be him. When he finally becomes the Hulk, it's a tragedy. Like yeah. it's a tragedy when he becomes the Hulk. Like he couldn't contain huh. himself, and a really bad thing is now happening. And the closest they got to him, like being like at the end of uh, the Incredible Hulk, mm-hmm. he finally has another giant guy to punch, who's evil, <laughs> who's worse than him. Oh. and so he saves the day by doing that. It's but basically it's, the Godzilla effect of yeah, he's yeah. the other green thing to hit. He's the better he's the better of the two colossuses, but he's not he's not he's the good guy by default. He didn't mm-hmm. want to be good and he only wanted to save Betty. He didn't care about helping people. I, and so this finally gave the Hulk a good thing to do and also yeah. The, he had the right to enjoy hitting shit and smashing it. <laughs> wow. Well, I love that Ruffalo portrayed and and Whedon <sighs> uh, in his writing portrayed uh, um, a, br- a banner who's accepted his fate and wasn't super depressed mm-hmm. about it anymore. He he seemed like, oh look, now you're coming to talk to me, and we're mm-hmm. probably surrounded by soldiers. Yep, yeah, I've but- been hiding here, and I knew you were gonna come. Oh, now I'm on the event. I don't want to be here, but okay. Like well, he also, wasn't, and, and I liked how he pointed out several times. Like mm-hmm. seriously, you can't kill me. Like you can't. Yeah, I tried. I tried. So I'm not scared. Sorry. Which that leads into a fun one shot the Hulk the End story with the giant mutant cockroaches. Really, really interesting. I just want to give Henry you get an achievement for the line to give Hulk the right to enjoy hitting shit. Yeah, (laughs) that that makes a lot of sense. That was almost my. It's almost my favorite moment when when Cap is giving out the orders Mm, and just says Hulk. 
smash. Like he's giving him permission <laughs> to let's go wild. And, and, and as a kid, when your parents are like, you can tear anything up in his room. He has, he has been on the defensive for the last two movies. Yeah, in a way that's almost unfair. And I, I just want to say, super fast. Uh, uh, one just one of the reasons why I love the Avengers. Most Hollywood. Big effect sequences take place at night. Yeah. In yeah. order to save money and not light shit and not show enough shit. There is not a single scene in Avengers that takes place at night. Well, now the, the, the whole. Oh, yes. Yeah. The, or not. No, the no, Iron no, the Man Thor cap fight. But that's not like even but, an effects heavy shot. No, that's that's bare, compared to the fights that happen later, that's yeah. barely a fight. And I'm not using it to disguise the effects. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that last fight is. Like the, the most York. special effects I've seen, like done well continuously. It was like twenty and minutes. I, I just yeah. emph- oh, I amazing! Can't, I can't emphasize the thrill I found in one Thor calling his hammer through the entire helicarrier. That was pretty great. And then there's a I want a screen cap of it of him uppercutting Hulk with the so hammer. And it's like that, it's fucking gorgeous. That was my favorite moment of the whole movie because. <laughs> Because they never tipped it in any of the trailers that Thor and Hulk would fight. Yeah. To yeah. me, my, one of my favorite fights, and they bear, they don't do it, it, they haven't overdone it in the mm-hmm. Marvel Universe. Hulk versus Thor. Like, because mm-hmm. Thor is incredibly powerful, but Hulk has limitless power, and they can just. The Mighty wail. Hulk versus the Incredible Thor. <laughs> right, <laughs> because uh, during World War Hulk, Thor was still dead at the time, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And that's he why was. that fight didn't go. Yeah. But so, just I didn't think it. I it never occurred to me that that was going to happen. So when Hulk had hulked out, and it looks like he's about to murder the Black Widow, mm-hmm. just something flies through the screen and gets rid of Hulk. I'm like, well, what was that? What? And then you see it's Thor, <laughs> and I I lost it in the theater. I was like, oh my god, they're uh. really doing it. <laughs> and then when he gets his hammer and just. Like, the film doesn't overuse oh. slow motion either. Yeah. Well, when, when he gets his hammer and just that was not a good smashes him in the face in slow motion. It, it's like, a I loved, great shot. I loved yeah. it. And, and it's, it's an easy shot to do, and it's an obvious one. But when Hulk, like, in his rage, just tries to pick up the hammer yeah. and forgets yeah. to fight for a minute because that's Hulk would be huh? so singularly focused. Yeah. He would be focused on this thing like, well, fuck should, you, he, I'm going to pick this hammer up. Never. Yeah. And he, he should he never have do a problem doing anything, so yeah. it's it's yeah. baffling to him that he can't pick it up. And, and I could sense that. Like, the grunting the and the, was, the look of... Yeah, his anima- uh, like he yes, he did still look CG, but the animation was like convincing enough that I was like, yeah, there's Hulk there trying to pick up that hammer. Yeah. Like he looks so he looks so pained by the fact that yeah. he can't pick something up. Feet of him falling out of the helicopter and then tearing the oh plate my- apart. Oh, no, he's not only comedy, and then it just blows up and. <laughs> that was so. And it's like you just know Hulk's okay, but just when the yeah. pilot ejects and he like grabs him. And throws him like that was such like a, a simple scene, but suggested such grandeur, yes. worthy of this. But seriously, of like yeah. a character falling off of a plane, but everyone into goes the earth below. But everyone's going, he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. He's well, you know, we're going to see him again. Which I will say, the trap for Hulk, mm-hmm. uh, which and which uh, of course Thor ended up in the glass box that fell. Mm-hmm. I understand that was made just to get. Hulk off in case there was a problem. Get him out of there quickly. But I did feel like, well, I guess Loki did invest in a lot of plans too heavily that weren't actually that good. (laughs) But that one to me was the worst one. I was like, 
Really? Because that seems like not that big a deal to Thor. Like <laughs> yeah. he just broke out of there and was like, whatever. He probably would have knocked him out if he'd been trapped in there. I mean, I guess ground. yeah, it would have sucked for him. But like yeah. the fact that Thor, who 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 hit Hulk hard and really didn't slow him down a whole lot, was able to break through that glass. That wouldn't have held Hulk for a minute. Yeah, like that—that yeah, that trap didn't make wouldn't. sense. The thing: why make it glass? <laughs> so well, we could it see might him. Have, it might have lasted <laughs> long enough if they could have got Banner in there. If they could have got Banner in there while he was, he was transforming, transforming and, and dropped, then they they could dropped drop it. it. That yeah. would have at least like incapacitated Hulk. It just like it felt like a big scene. Like, what's going to happen? He's <laughs> dropping him out of this crazy trap, and it's like, oh, it's just a glass box. They He's could fine. drop him. To the Earth, onto the public from an invisible spaceship. Yeah, that seems. <laughs> that also seems like a bad idea. That's a little poor foresight. So, I also Although that scene was weird. Wait, also, lest we forget the cheap shot Hulk took on Thor. Oh, that was so it's, good. That was oh, so good too. And, and and just Hulk's confrontation with Loki. Like I'm so sad. I love so the Loki. sad that that will only be that funny to me once. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Loki became so like good. a punching bag at the he end did. of the movie, he, which yeah, was I funny. Beat I up mean, more he, than any villain. I was kind tragic. of actually irritated a, a little yeah, at that because I'm like, it's Loki. Like, he's not like a big grand fighter. He's not tough. He's but, not known for being tough. But he, I don't know. I felt like there's just a certain but, point in that movie where he was not threatening whatsoever because he yes. clearly felt. He had gone too far. The mm-hmm. alien invasion was too much, mm-hmm. but he couldn't turn his back now. But even when he would try to be evil again, it was like he it. Well, you kind yeah, of hurt that, Thor a like, little. That the trickster, even yeah. Hawkeye managed to trick him and yeah. have him catch an yeah. arrow and it blows up in his face. It just that felt, was a little bit funny. Bugs Bunny. It, it felt, was funny, it just but felt like, it just felt his like, face should have turned black and like yeah. his <laughs> hair gone backwards. <laughs> it just felt like fucking. Oh, oh. Just felt like Gargamel at one point, just like <laughs> just nonstop getting his ass beat. And I'm like, well, this movie, like the well, movie was, Thor, set him up as a good adversary, but Avengers as an adversary did not set him up as a villain I very well. That was sort of appropriate though, because his whole goal seemed to be like, well, what do you want? People, people to kneel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's, a, that's that's a dumb goal. Why do you want that? And like Thor, like why do you why are you here? Go away. I well, agree. Uh, it's just in, in the comics, Loki can have a bit more to do. And this movie was basically I him get just that, to fly around like Serpentor and get shit on I get, him. I get that basically, though, he's a kid who's out of his element, who's there just to hurt Thor. And yeah. he's just mad. And and and, and he's, he's over his head. And he's kind of shit at being a villain. And that's kind oh. of funny in that, like... It was so funny him... Well, I think the first time they did a joke on him was he was trying, like, I'm going to take over your heart, Iron Man. Tap. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tap, tap, like does it three times. Right. Yeah, he to, keeps to doing use Whedon's terms, uh, he is a very strange big bad. I always felt Whedon like has trouble with villains. Like he, that's where he Same always like because he wants to cue him up, just like he does everything else. Yeah. And a villain, you know, can't, you know what it is, is that he he always sets up the invincible villain, mm-hmm. and then they're somehow defeated by humor or human flaws. Yeah. yeah, and then that makes him um, a punching bag by the end of it. Sometimes yeah. it diminishes like a lot of setup. I think his best villain was the um, the agent or whatever in Serenity. Like that mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, that guy was really good. The yeah. operative. He was yeah. good because he didn't. His, his bit can was you he say didn't his name. Hmm? Can you say his name? The operative. Yeah, the actor's name. I thought you did it before. I, I could have sworn you did it before. I don't know how to do it. I don't know. I, I remember we. It was either that or the the dude who played Mister Echo from Lost. It was <laughs> like uh, we were watching Lost and like Echo, yeah. coming up next on Jimmy Kimmel. We got uh, we have uh, Matt Damon and 
And it was the funniest thing I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> All right. Let, yeah, let's if, you, if you watched Avengers and haven't watched Serenity, just go watch Serenity. I love my. Okay, this so is let's. A good day. We can't. Uh, so we can't. Good. We can't go forever on Avengers, but so. Let's. Uh, You're right. This is costing us money. <laughs> but all right. So what's what are I said? My favorite moment was the Thor Hulk fight. So mm-hmm. everybody around the table. What was your favorite moment of the Avengers? Well, can someone save the ending for uh, last? Who wants to say the ending? I was going to say the ending. All right, Brett will go last. All right, um, fair enough. <laughs> all right, Chris. Uh, um, well, it, it is the ending, but um, like on. I said, I, I'm. So shut up. I'm, I'm kind of. A, I, I'm kind of a. <laughs> Um, I, I forget how much of an Iron Man fan I am. When you talk mm-hmm. about how little use he's had in the outside of the Avengers, that sucks mm-hmm. and, and hurts me because I haven't. Been, I don't even know if Iron Man has a single issue I can purchase. I don't. I don't know. I haven't done yeah, it in years. Some good ones. There's, but, a lot uh, of, there's a lot of good trades now was, from Matt Fraction. He was a more believable Batman before DC was bothering to make Batman believable. Yeah. And uh, what he has over Batman, what does what does Iron Man have over Batman? I finally clarified it for myself. What? What? Uh, what? Fun, wit, he enjoys his life. Or? This is all good. Humor. Uh, flaws in Alcohol. humanity. <laughs> Although I was annoyed that Iron Man only drank once in the film. Mm-hmm. He should have drank a lot to more. To trick Loki. Yes. Uh, he flies. Oh. Uh, and if I had to pick a superhero power when I was young and into superheroes, I, I don't give a fuck about anything else. I don't want to shoot laser. I just want to fly. Yeah. He was a human who flew with no superpowers. Yeah. Constantly, all but then, the time. But, but then you still get what I love about the way they animate that suit mm-hmm. is you still get a sense of effort. Like exactly. whenever he hovers, you can see him like minorly adjusting himself if in he's place. And while make it does a quick look kind movie, of movie, he has to do it with his hands. Yeah. Well, while it does look kind of goofy, a guy like kind of almost posing like a mannequin rigidly, it's like well, I get it. He's fucking hovering with great force pushing down. Yeah, like, he kind of has the big moment. I feel it. He has the big moment at the end of the movie. Yeah. Like he. Uh, he saves us from Goes us. Space. Who uh, were and, and were were we the real monsters the whole time? No, but the whole time. That I just want to mention really quickly that end in which um, Iron Man grabs the nuke, mm-hmm. flies it through the portal and into the alien ship was fun to watch, but it did also feel very like okay, that's almost too much. It, he, he he nuked them and came back. I agree, but like this shit was grand scale. This oh, yeah. was leading to something. So like there had to be a portal into space. I know. It's, it's a I giant know. fucking Which was actually Marvel movie. one of my favorite scenes in that movie was the what, again, I think we talked about this afterward, but mm-hmm. the number in that final battle, the number of long sustained shots yeah. from a distance that in show you in the daylight that show you like when Iron Man's flying following the big snake monster mm-hmm. and he's just like tracking wow, it. Yeah. That looks awesome, but then my favorite shot of action maybe in the whole movie is when the portal opens and Iron Man first starts flying straight up, yeah. and it's tight, 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 close, 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 and then it mm-hmm. zooms out all the way out of the Chrysler building or whatever building mm-hmm. it was, and it's just Iron Man flying in a straight line up as a dot and all this shit flying out, yeah. blowing up around him. Yeah. And you really get a sense of how much damage this one guy is doing, but even yeah. that, there's still so much pouring uh, out. Like, such a great shot. It reminds me of, like, Ghostbusters level of, like... Again, J- Joss Whedon fanboy when, like, the Serenity ship flies into... The Alliance, oh yeah, 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 occupied Mister Universe, yeah, uh, atmosphere. It's a great where, like, scene. There's nothing you'll ever be able to do. You're flying through the small yeah. hole, and then you're dragging an entire Reaper audience. Yeah, oh, I get the Reapers. I'm gonna watch this tonight. It's so good. Um, Tyler, favorite moment? 
I think my favorite. Oh God, there are so many good moments. Um, Give Hawkeye some love. No one, none of us do. I actually really liked Hawkeye. Like I didn't know I would because I knew he was a secondary character. But mm. um, yeah, no, the moment the moments where Hawkeye is like not looking and firing arrows and hitting was cool. Yeah, because I just think archery is cool. <laughs> and and yeah. his cool little like automated uh, that was uh, really cool. Yeah, the quill was that, really cool. That's how he would get. Like he would set. Yeah, I did like that idea that he had Very all the cool. the the arrows were in his quiver, the stems. but the yeah the stems were there. But mm. he then chose what right. thing got attached. Not to. my favorite moment. My favorite moment is when Banner says, "I'm always angry." Yeah, can we? Because a I didn't totally understand it. Yeah, but b it it did suggest to me that he has secrets that, he's, that yes. he wasn't telling everyone and that okay. and that Good. maybe he has more control of this than we realize maybe well he's been gone he's been figuring things out and then he just turns around transforms and destroys the fuck out of a giant creep like it's that's amazing. Was that, was that, it's also an effortless transformation when before he he's just like, turns and walks he's and just Bloop, and I'm the hulk it's just like, like it's totally controllable at that point. Wow! Now he's now now he is literally the most powerful being. Yeah, which I think in is, existence, and is that's amazing. Ultimately, to watch. what what and did those Hulk movies a disservice because they turned him into the Wolfman and all those? Yeah, things. exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Well, when he's I raging, can't control it. Well, the yeah. first time the first time he hulks <laughs> up, he can't control it. Yeah, it's the a second time, Hulk it up. And I remember asked, I was asking you after mm-hmm. the movie, like, well, why could he control it the second time? And you told me like, well. It's kind of like if he chooses to become the Hulk, mm-hmm. he has a little bit more sense of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Even then, he still punched Iron Man, and that was hilarious. No, it was Thor. Mm-hmm. Or Thor, sorry. Yeah. Um, everyone. He punched a lot of people. <laughs> but it, Does that make sense somewhere in the comic universe that I'm unaware of? But that scene was so just amazing to me. Just like, I'm always I'm angry. Always that angry. was such a good line before I, doing something and dramatic. And shot of like, one of those things flying on the other side of a building. And then you just hear, like, what is all that crashing noise? <laughs> and then just that long shot from the other side of a building of, like, mm-hmm. is somebody running through the building? Oh, yeah. And it's fucking Hulk. Boom! Yeah, it's not Danny Glover. And, and everyone, and, uh, is, and everyone in the building is looking at him terrified. But yeah. he, he doesn't care about them. He runs yeah. through the building and just destroys it. Instead of running through, and I would also, sorry, Henry, but there's one scene in that last fight where uh, there's lots of scenes with all of the Avengers together mm-hmm. posing, very yeah. posy-ish. Mm-hmm. But there's one scene where they're not posing; they're all fighting, and it, the camera in like sort of one smooth shot is moving between them oh, and their I individual love that. battles. I love that scene. And that was like. When I thought Whedon couldn't pull another amazing shot out of his Whedon brain, mm-hmm. <laughs> that that I was like, oh my god! And then like you see Hulk and just like the unrestrained, like I love mm. how Hulk was represented with like just completely unrestrained movement. Nothing got in his way. If he was hitting something, his fist didn't slow down as he hit it. It was just gone. And just like watching him like I'm going to jump over here and there's no impedance to his movement and like uh-huh. this thing's in my way. Now it's not. Like that was so fun to watch. I also loved when he I loved that he saved Iron Man. Like yeah. at the very end Iron Man's falling, he caught him. And then when they're all like everyone else is standing around like Oh, I guess Tony is dead. And then he just he yells at him to wake up and yes. then he <laughs> And, uh, and I think I'm someone, not, you saying, said, like, the, I think maybe you said, Chris, that mm-hmm. you saw, or someone said they saw in the trailer, they saw that scene in the trailer where, like, they thought Hulk and Iron Man were fighting because he catches him so violently. But it's, <laughs> but when you see the movie, it's clearly 
such a like heartwarming. It, like, it is because like at the whole time like he's falling. What can we do? And like we haven't seen the Hulk in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like I just it wasn't that like I just. How is Hulk going to save him? He has to do it Wait. soon. And he has to do it soon. But for me, uh, as far as movie lines, I love, I'm always angry. I'm always angry. God, that, I don't understand it, well, but I love it. Because, no no need to chime in here, people. But that's how I always feel. I might, I feel like I might have it on a t-shirt. But the fact that he says it and then d- cracks a huge smile. And then, <laughs> yeah, the smile. And then becomes one of the greatest, most iconic superheroes in the universe. Mm-hmm. Is such a fucking yeah. I'm always that, angry. That, get, that got me the tingles in my and, spine. Just the I'm all, and then like I think Ruffalo's a good a good banner, and just the smile is just like, like Mark he knows what he's he knows he's about to save the goddamn day yeah. and and kill everything here. And yeah. what you said earlier about like being give, given permission to smash yeah. that's so great. Have, yeah, he he knows he's gonna let loose and have a whole lot of fun. And like it's almost like Winnie's Hulk. He's not really invested in saving the world. He's just enjoying yeah. the hell out of beating the yeah. shit out of stuff. Guess what? Be Hulk. See those fucking jets? Yeah. You don't have to hit those anymore because they're on your side. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brett, that comes to you. Yeah. That just uh, so I, I I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I did feel the first like thirty minutes were kind of slow. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Yet. I wanted the one, setup was to make too much. One statement on that. Yeah. Uh, did anybody? Did we? None of us went and saw the full Marvel Avengers movie marathon. No, I no. wanted to. But um, I was tempted. Okay, one, that movie was set up by seven other movies and and still took 45 minutes to get started. (laughs) It was a lot. Two, Joss Whedon, sorry to bring it back to Serenity, uh, I just talking with my buddy Shane Patterson, who's not a Firefly or Serenity fan, he's like, the first 10 minutes of Serenity is one shot that introduces you to every single character and and the entire television show that you missed out on. Yeah. And does it very succinctly that get that gets that it's kind of if you're a writer one of the most amazing scenes ever because it conveys so much information. Yeah. And for some reason the first half of yeah. the first 30 minutes of Avengers not doesn't I drag but it's 40 it's, minutes. It's really slow compared to like they've got to bring own them right now. They got to bring them all together that they have to not only introduce every character mm-hmm. but bring them yeah. all together. I mean that's part of the sort of uh, arc the the heroic arc I don't know but like, you know it's cool they, they but they could have brought them together or they could have at least set up Loki's arrival mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. faster because it was like okay he's you, you know, know. It, was, it, was, it was the uh, Swedish scientist from uh, uh, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo that I I know who he is and what he does mm-hmm. did not remember which Marvel movie he was from. <laughs> At all. What? He'd be from the one where the, a Norwegian guy would be needed. In I know. Thing. I know now. But it's like, I know I recognize him, but it, it, it really is incidental. But all you, could remember, all you could remember was his scenes in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Exactly. Also, I really want to let Brett get to this, but how did Thor uh, get back to Earth? I thought I thought all that shit was there destroyed. Was a, there, was a, there was a little line in there where mm-hmm. Loki says... Oh, father actually sent you here. How much dark matter did he have to spend on that now that I've destroyed the Bifrost? Oh, okay. So, so Odin, dark matter did it. Odin expelled a lot more energy than he right. normally I Look, Thor had to be there. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. It was just like it, it was the plot point of Thor is that like, oh, he can't go back yeah. anymore. But we're also understanding Thor's entrance, which as far as entrances go in that movie. Amazing. It's fucking phenomenal. Because yeah. it was like, okay, when that movie started, I'm like, 
wow, Loki's powerful. Mm. Look how many people he's killing and taking a break. <laughs> now, by the end of the movie, I'm like, Loki's a weakling piece of shit. But at the beginning, I'm like, wow, Loki's kicking ass. And then when he – and I'm like, I know he's going with them because he has a plan. He didn't mm. – he got captured intentionally. Fine. But then when he's like, I'm just – I don't like what comes with it. And he knows Thor is coming. I'm like, well, mm. Loki looks really scared. Whoa. Oh, it's Thor. And that was really cool. Yeah. I also like that Thor changed – like, he started with the sleeveless outfit. And then when he got oh. serious, he pulled up his, yes, his hammer and got on his – chain mail. And the cape. Chainmail and cape. Yeah. And I liked that Whedon made fun of his pseudo-Shakespeare speech. That was <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, because that's what Tony Stark would do. He would yeah. make fun of it. Right. Like, but that was – also, Whedon making fun of it, and I got that, and I was like, I liked it. Yeah, but Brett, you're just motioning at me. I, I forgot it was your. It's your turn. Uh, no, it's just you know. Well, strangely, the very first shot of the movie is space, yeah. and it's like going up yeah. a staircase, and it's Loki kneeling at someone, and I'm like, wait, why are they started? Like, I'm not kidding. Like, the moment the movie started, I'm like, why do they start in space? That seems important. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, he just said Chitari. Okay, well, Chitari is what they called the Skrulls in the Ultimate Universe. So now I get it. This is Skrulls alien space. But in Ultimate Universe, they're called Chitari because maybe Skrulls sounds too stupid. Who cares? Or maybe Skrulls are part of the Fantastic Four license Could be. and they're not allowed Fantastic Four characters. Could be. Yeah. But huh. but the point is, yeah, when I, I'm like, oh, he's in space. And he's like, master, yes, whatever. And I'm like... I wonder if he's talking to Thanos. Like, even right then, I was like, I wonder if that's who he's talking to. And then the guy turns yeah. around, and I'm like, no, I'm trying to look under the mask. Like, maybe he'll... T- I'm trying to look at his chin, specifically. His chin isn't raisiny enough. And I'm like, no, that's not... No, it's just some... It's, it's just, not Ron it, Perlman. It's, yeah, it's enough. just some scroll leader or whatever. I got it. But then they mentioned the other won't be happy, and I'm like, well, he's not the leader of the scrolls, so I don't know what they're doing here, but whatever. And then the movie takes off, and I don't even think about it again. Mm-hmm. And then there's that midpoint where Loki goes, and they talk again when he's mm-hmm. setting up the machine or the the cosmic cube the tesseract yeah and then he talks again in space and i'm like they're going back to space again they cannot escalate this in the same movie surely and then i forget about it again because the rest of the movie then all the action starts and i totally forget then the credit scene starts the moment the credit the mid-credit scene starts and it fades up and it's this asteroid floating in space i'm like my, I swear to God, my heart starts beating even fast, like even faster. And I thought I was going to pass out, even right then. I'm not exaggerating at all. Like I felt like the tingling in my eyeballs, where I'm like, like no, no, this can't, nope, not going to do it. It's it's just going to be a tease for like some other movie or something. And then like the guy's like, oh, whatever, whatever. And it's like to do that would be to court death. And I'm like, there's no. What, like arguing with myself. And then the dude, he fucking turns around and it's Thanos. And I remember groaning out loud in the theater. And like uh, I didn't for some we went with like ninety people. It was fifteen people. I and, and so like we weren't sitting next to one another, and I didn't see you for yeah. twenty minutes until you walked out of the theater. <laughs> and like other people were like, "Yeah, Brett yelled really loud. I don't think he's very happy." <laughs> and I, I, I didn't see I didn't see you for so long. And you're like, "No, that was not a groan." That was like the most primal guttural. <laughs> like Ugh. I just remember like. Like leaning back in my like wide eyed, just leaning back in my chair as far as I go. Like they really oh, did it. They yeah. actually brought in Thanos, and then then I had the experience after the movie. We walked out with several of our friends explaining and, what Thanos and is, trying to explain <laughs> yeah, explain I, why you should give a shit. I wanted yeah. to I wanted to yell out just to piss off Brett. What's Hellboy doing in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I got so many tweets. Like, is that scroll? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, yes, sure. That scroll. It, like, when I was saying to people, like, 
Well, he's a master strategist. Like he's he's an eternal. Like he's almost destroyed the universe like five times. Like, well, yeah, it's just awesome. like the whole bit about courting death is like Thanos is obsessed with the embodiment of death. He's not like oh, I love killing people. He is obsessed with the cosmic balance and physical embodiment in the Marvel universe, which is a woman or a skeleton in a robe uh, of capital D death, and worships her. And that's his motivation, is to please death. Yeah. So I get, I get that he likes a challenge. Well, right. He's conquered the universe multiple times. Like He plans out things perfectly. But he like, always subconsciously leaves some hole. This is his own undoing. But at, at this point in the, in the modern day, like post-Infinity Gauntlet, post-The End, post-Infinity Abyss, post-all this other shit, like Thanos is really kind of settled. If you read Annihilation, which is really good, yeah. if you want to get caught if up on the, find co- it. the cosmic world of... Is that out of print? Uh, it, is, really. it is on Comixology. Mm. It is on Comixology. I I Just think read it is. Yeah, Annihilation. Like, there's the Prelude. Mm. There's the Annihilation series. Mm. It's really good. It's, it's Thanos, Nova, out. Galactus, all the cosmic beings being crazy as shit. You get the Guardians of the Galaxy in there, so you get to find out why everybody likes Rocket Raccoon so much. Though the, uh, really the good. Spider-Man, I'll look at though, it. Though, if you yeah. want to... The the place to start with Thanos, though he it actually existed for about twenty years before yeah. Infinity Gauntlet. Infinity Gauntlet is the Thanos. That's story. the thing, yeah. Like that's shows you Thanos like when he ro- rose to his greatest heights of power, and and he's he's like Doctor. He's I like him for the reason a lot of the reasons I like Doctor Doom, except he's more successful than Doctor Doom. Yeah, and Doctor like, Doom is great in. I love Doom that. is great. In I, I remember that line so well, where he's just like not even the death. club, and he's like, <laughs> "Not even death shall stay my hand." Or no, he says, "Only death shall stay my hand." And Thanos is like, "Okay, sure." He says that can be arranged, <laughs> but he has this arranged. glint in his eye, and you don't actually see it happen on panel. You're just mm-hmm. like, "I know he just killed Doctor Doom." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that whole issue is just nuts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if Infinity Gauntlet is from like '91, which was it's the equivalent of the Avengers movie to me in the sense that mm. it's a summer event blockbuster mm-hmm. that was smart and well executed and wasn't like just a giant cheap way to get a bunch of characters in one place it had a point mm-hmm. and it served this amazing purpose infinity <laughs> Gauntlet can't recommend <laughs> it enough but there's also before that the thanos quest mm-hmm. which is another yeah, trade you i can love get, that too which is him obtaining the gems it's not as epic but it, it explains how he got the gems, although I mostly enjoyed it because I read it many years later and already knew Thanos and cared about that character. What I if you read that how, first, it might not quite work. It's how he methodically explains how he got all six and in order. Like He's like, yeah. well, I need to get time first so I can then use time to get power this way mm. and then use power to boost up time to get reality this way. Yeah. It was just so like multi-layered. Like, the writing was amazing. Yeah, but I, I do feel like Infinity Gauntlet, number one, just the way it starts is Thanos and Mephisto standing on an asteroid. And just the way Thanos basically in a soliloquy explains Mephisto. what's going to on. To the devil. To the devil, more or less. <laughs> this sounds like the plot of Diablo 3. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Wouldn't uh, say that Captain PC game. But the yeah. fact... But, Mephisto's uh, not a good guy. But the reason, that, the reason it blew my mind wasn't just because, oh, I like Thanos, that's cool. It's like the commitment to that idea. Yeah. That yeah. is like... Mm, it's that, insane. It's that pure insanity. Grand scale. Like you went from a world where four years ago it was just Iron Man, a man in a suit mm-hmm. built a crazy suit, a man built a crazy suit, and then a few <laughs> years later, hey, look, space Vikings hey, are real. Great gods yes. exist. Asgard. Yeah. And then this. And then in one movie, it's like, well, they all get together, alien invasion, and look, they were all led by this guy who's probably going to require twice as many heroes to fight him in the and next movie. By the way, that those aliens were like super well designed. They were. Really cool. 
Who yeah, were they really in the like? Were they anyone in the comic universe? They're called they? Chitari, but they're that name is from Ultimate. Okay. Ultimate, but they're yeah. not I thought they were cool. They reminded me. I mean, they're not shape shifting scrolls. No, they weren't. No, 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 they weren't super the new, but they did remind me of like the uh, Gears of War, like the uh, Locus. Yeah, the Locus. Yeah, yeah, you know, but like they uh, they were like a kind of a cool like yeah. I want them to be dead because <laughs> they look bad. I think what we're saying is Joss Whedon. Good, if you're listening, really good. He did job. have a very unreal engine. Uh, yeah. he, he is listening. It kind of yeah. He is all right. So I have uh, so what this means like for the future of Marvel Wait, movies like what? I hope they don't go to Thanos next for the what, first in time Avengers ever. two. I think well, don't they have to? They just teased it. I, they, I would they, go Ultron and then Avengers. traditionally then Thanos. They showed it in this movie. They'll address it in the next movie. Mm-hmm. But I wish they'd stay away. I wish they'd keep mm. it more grounded before we take well, it. Well, what to they're going to do is they ground the individual stories. They've already said know, like, Shane Black's want... not going to direct the movie. Iron Man's flying around space. I know. I just don't want to. I don't want to see a movie. <laughs> uh, the next Avengers movie, to, like save space. But it will be. I tried for... to tell that to Capcom when they wanted to make the Dino Crisis sequel in space. And you didn't tell them that. I did. I sent a letter. I swear to God. <laughs> A letter? Uh, the letter. But, um, it might still be on its way. Maybe they didn't get it. <laughs> but what does this that mean a better for the joke, future? Fuckers. What does this mean for the future superhero like comic movies? Like is what I I wonder I'm looking forward to Iron Man three, especially because Shane, Shane I think Black. Shane Black is a he's definitely a better writer and I bet he's a better director than John Favreau. So I'm looking forward to that. I was going to say Joss Whedon in my mind was going to like no, tear itself no, no, apart no. all night. But Shane Black and Shane Black, if you saw, uh, you know, Monster Squad, he kiss knows, kiss bang bang. Well, dude. I was going to say Monster Squad yeah. shows he knows comics. Yeah, but kiss genre. kiss bang bang shows that he knows Robert Downey Jr. and yeah, that is totally that character in there is basically like a poor Tony Stark. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, and well, meanwhile, like. Thor and Thor two and Cap two are apparently going to be the same year, but they haven't really figured out who's doing that. They, they said Thor two right now is November next year. Really? Yeah. I and think then, Michael Bay and Thor, Tyler Perry. I actually uh, wouldn't uh, mind yes, a Michael yes, Bay. Yes. Cast Tyler Perry's Thor. Uh, I would. I don't want to see a Michael Bay. Anything. I'd rather see a Ma- Michael I, Bay Superman. I rarely suggest Photoshop. Michael Bay Superman, however, movie. makes sense. Henry's got that. Yes, but. But okay, I also wonder what this means. Like, Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Like, Avengers. Oh man, it's going to be so good, right? It is going to be really good. But Avengers proved that, like, it's the total opposite yeah, you can, of you the can Nolan go films. It's colorful popcorn. Colorful, like, the Captain America costume in other films. Like would have been laughed off the screen, but, but you came to this, accept this, it. This in the Captain movie. America costume was sillier. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I actually and, do not like that costume. And, and it's when, not a great costume. I but I never focus on that for a second because the giant fucking boner I had when more than three characters appeared in the same frame. Yeah, <laughs> it never mattered. By the way, speaking of boners, I liked that no one was over sexualized. Yeah, I like that yeah, too. None of the female like characters, none of the male was characters. Scarlett Johansson. Thor did not take power. his shirt off. Scarlett Johansson did not get all sexy Which, with anyone. It where was is fine. Anne? She's giving like I could not stop calling. Uh, Black Widow, Scarlet Witch. Because <laughs> stupid Scarlet Johansson's name. It's close. Yeah. I look um, forward to the Scarlet. I hope Scarlet Witch is in the next event. Uh, I'm guessing never, unless she's had a costume change in the last five years. Apparently, anyway. X, uh, Fox does have the rights to mutants. <laughs> like, period. Oh, they don't. Period. Like mutants. Um, but I think that like I think that this could be like a sea change in superhero movies in general. Like 
just accepting the yes. colorful craziness yes. of it. Like, well, what yes. that's weird though, because I mean, yes, like oh, Green Lantern awesome. did that, and we yeah, saw it. That's true. That movie was not the giant pile of garbage that everyone made it out to be. I feel like everyone really was ready to hate it. But you know what? Green it Lantern, wasn't great, but, but it, it didn't was, have it didn't have seven movies to set it up. Well, I know, and I also know that Green Lantern is a harder character to sell to the wide yes. wide main in one mainstream movie, audience. In several in one, minutes, in, he, yeah. found, he found a glowing glass object. Well, that's just DC's problem in general. Like, know, the characters are all like really tough to Again, sell. You, I, you know, I like I, the Green Lantern movie, but uh, I don't, I don't know. I just don't want them to go to space yet because where do you go? From well, the thing is, think about it this way: in between now and then, it'll be probably three to four years. Well, actually, they already said like the the Disney dude said twenty fourteen Avengers two is already on the way. We we know Cap two is twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. so it's not coming out then. Earliest is twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. That's a while. That's do what? we know if Whedon's doing Avengers? They haven't said mm. any 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 choice other than that would be foolish. Do you know how yeah. cheap oh, well, he is? after how much this just made. Yeah, I it's I, already in the top. I'm, I think it's just. I think it's under it World Harry Potter. Potter. It murdered Harry Potter's weekend gross. Did record. it? No, not. No, no. no. We, yes, Harry did. Potter's weekend gross was one sixty nine. Mm-hmm. They broke two hundred million. No, like, it, it was yes. not, it, no. That's not the case. Yes, it is. Uh, yes, that's what was important. No, it, it all broke, over. It broke the first day average. You're, it, you have to like it was factored in. Like Harry Potter was not released worldwide. We're not talking uh, about worldwide. We're talking about domestic gross opening weekend. I don't believe it, it did that. I can point to it. it, it, it it's, ten I've different articles. Multiple news stories on this fact. I, okay, I'll take your word for it. Sure, sure. All right. <sighs> well, well, basically, it's one of the most viewed, uh, mo- probably, highest grossing films of all time, it and it's like, will be. for a week. It seems like it could beat like the even the gross of like uh, Avatar or Bat or a Dark Knight. And, it, it, and it like, last... it's crazy to me that these records get broken so often now. These it once sucks. long-standing records yeah. like yeah. have we become so overpopulated as a goddamn species? Kind of. And it, like, like, like it, Star Wars held it for forever and it's Wait, like we used to attribute it in to the Spielberg, period of years. Like, done, 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 done. Number 2 ET, number 3 yeah. Last Crusade. At least there were 7 years in between that. Like yeah. no, yeah. now it's like every year a new movie breaks. Well, yeah, it's like the top 10 is all Harry Potter, Lord of the Star Wars, which, which sucks and just because even it's like six well, movies it's, each. It's fine. It even adjusted record. for inflation, like everything is now killing those records. Yeah. It broke records. What record? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean two. Nobody fucking remembers exactly. that film. Yeah, Shrek four. What the fuck? Yeah. That has a pe- that has a place in the legacy of yeah, filmmaking. That's horrible. That horrible. Uh, hey, movie. That, yeah. Uh, uh, wait. Ah, shit. I oh no. Uh, the um, the cashier. Like man, that was. Man, I wish I would have told the story earlier because everybody's all, all tired. But uh, do you remember when we went to the theater all together? Yeah. And it didn't print out my ticket. <sighs> and you guys were all waiting in line for that an hour. That was terrifying. And it wouldn't end ticket too. She had problems because she used PayPal. Ticket. So it's like, you have to go to guest services. Where's guest services? Past the line right next to the movie theater you're going to. So I get pushed into like, well, you guys are all waiting in line. I have a ticket. And 20 minutes before the movie starts, I'm waiting by myself, first in line, with nothing to do. So I decided uh. to just buy popcorn uh, because I don't want to play uh, fat, the Fast and the Furious arcade game that's on the, uh, the Star Trek floor. Voyager game that's converted into a paintball sim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and, and the popcorn guy. <sighs> so, what do you think is going to be better, Dark Knight or Avengers? And I just wanted to grab him by the... You know, <laughs> you don't ask me that. Which one do I think is going to be better? Of course, Dark Knight's Rise is going to be better. Which one am I more excited about? 
Avengers. Yeah, that's what I was saying in that last whatever the summer movie Laser Time. Yeah, where I'm like, what sense? I mean, well, because I'm like, I'm not excited about Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. in the same way because I fully expect it to be great and I have no reason to get hyped about it. Wow. But Avengers, I'm like, there's no precedent for this. Mm-hmm. This took years and, yeah. and I, hundreds of millions. But of I mean, dollars. And Avengers made me leave going. Did you see what the Hulk did? That was yeah. great. And Dark Knight Rises will, will will make me leave going. What a great well, film. That, well, that well, that was a really interesting commentary. <laughs> Yeah, what and, and, and I will I will be equally satisfied a, by both, but in a totally different way. And, I, yeah. and you and I had been drinking beforehand, and and I hope I didn't come across the drunk We've the teenagers been beforehand. Uh, and and uh, I'm going every. Of course, th- I have to see the most AMC employees in my entire life this night. <laughs> my ticket didn't print. Go see guest services. It Where do I like your Comic Con badge fiasco all over it, it, again? It does, and, and and so, but but. I'm not mad. At, like I'm mad because you know I don't want to be denied a seat in Avengers with my friends because you know Rich got fucked over and thrown in a different theater and just snuck in with us. Yeah. But um, <laughs> uh, so I wasn't mad, but I, I kept like while we're sitting here awkwardly while you look at a computer for a solution, what to do to give me what I paid for. Um, so is this the busiest you've ever seen the theater? Like I just wanted to know. I, I legitimately wanted to know from all of the people in the theater: is this the busiest, the crazy? You're out of paper yeah. in your ticket dispenser. There's a there, there are three people operating the line, and there's nobody up here guarding anything. Yeah. Is this? He's like, is this? Is this a crazy time for you? No, Hunger Games, and like that was that was uh, that's what I got from everybody. Like, uh, uh, no, Hunger Games. I'm it like, kind of takes a win out of us. It sucked because I, I thought this has to be us unprecedented. I don't mm. line up for fucking movies. Period. I'm a I'm a special person. <laughs> well, it's I, already I was, made more money than Hunger Games, hasn't it? Like, um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Worldwide, it's it hard definitely to beat Hunger Games. I think, which was good. No, I did like it definitely. It. I it think will. so. It will. It does make but, sense because um, this is a rare case of a blockbuster like. Yeah, every movie that comes out in the summer pretty much has a big opening weekend to some degree, mm-hmm. and then loses it all. Loses it's funny, it all. I, but, but this 70, is a movie. Seventy percent. This I is love, a movie. I'm like, I want to see it again. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see it again. I'll um, see it again. I love that it's doing this though because it's like I kind of thought it was only you guys <laughs> <laughs> who liked um, it uh, or were excited. No, yeah, that's why I wanted to hear his perspective. Kind you, of. I kind of it. thought it was like. Well, a bunch of people who are super into comics know why this is important and unprecedented and exciting, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a huge thing. People, people don't know who Joss Whedon is. You know what I mean? People like know who Iron Man is. Like, you know, we live in our bubble yeah, where yeah. we know who Joss Whedon is and everything he's done. We've watched every episode of Buffy and we, you know, and I'm like, but other people don't live in this bubble and they're not like the Avengers doesn't mean that much to mm-hmm. them so this movie will you know it'll make a lot of money I, I am but surprised. then to see like everyone go out and be like yeah I am really oh, surprised oh this amazing Joss Whedon Avengers movie I'm like I thought you guys were uncultured uh, jerks but, I really uh, feel like this is that's great I'm so glad that Avengers the Avengers Joss Whedon combo to me is like what Street Fighter 4 did for fighting games yeah it took people who liked comics when they were kids mm-hmm. And maybe liked comics, or in in a distant sense, liked Captain America, or liked Spider Man, or Iron Man, and like, oh yeah, I love Hawkeye. I don't buy comic books or have any toys, but like, yeah, I remember Hawkeye was a cool guy. And when I when I did read comics, this like much like Street Fighter Four got people. I yeah, I haven't played fighting games in ten years. I don't I don't care. And then you sit down and play Street Fighter Four, and you're like, 
this is exactly what I remember, only better in every way. And, and, and then uh, you go watch Avengers, or you see the hype, you see the commercials, but, and you're like, but in, ah, oh, God. And then now everyone who ever liked Hulk as a kid is going to see this movie, and like, Hulk was awesome. But it also, it didn't have And so to, now everyone good, and comic sales will probably it, get a huge boost out of it. It had this. nothing to prove to a younger generation either. But still, they walk. The younger generation walked in there and had. Well, yeah, like every every one of their either expectations or non expectations like completely validated, and yeah. stamp on the card. Yeah. You, you, oh um, god, it is tired. it is good for you to like this, and that's that's what was uh, nice about it. Uh, but, wow, the so, longest yeah. Cape Crisis ever. I believe. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot to say about that. But, really uh, I will I say though, wrap it up. I really did think that the post credit scene, like I was pretty much convinced before it was <laughs> before it was before I opened with space and Thanos and, and all that stuff. I was like, I, I, well, the whole movie. I was think, in between forgetting that space was part of that in the beginning. I was like, you know what? You know what? They what do need is. to set up the second movie somehow. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think what would they do. And I said it, you know, last week with my favorite villain is Ultron, and Ultron is like the real like is a really mm-hmm. good classic Avengers villain. Mm-hmm. And I thought for sure they would have they wouldn't bother introducing Hank Pym and all that stuff in the movie because they like to play with the canon a little bit. I thought for sure it would be fun scene Tony Stark fiddling, haha, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like. Yeah, I'm working on this new thing, blah, blah, blah. He's like, what are you going to call it? Um, I don't know. Th- something stupid like Ultron. And then it pans down and shows that fucking awesome head of Ultron. Yeah. And then you go, ah! After, it, uh, yeah, after Thanos. like. But instead you get yeah, Thanos, know. which is like another like ten stories above that. Can I just don't say what the last ending thing was. Well, I wasn't, yeah. Oh, yeah, I wasn't yeah. Because when people told me uh, from overseas, people overseas did not get that scene. Now it was uh, attached on for the American version. Only yeah. Americans saw that scene. Oh, That's really? True. Yeah. Yep. So, and it, like, huh. it's it's not something it's you fun. need to worry about not seeing, but right. it's the funniest. But do see it. It's really good. People sit around do and wait for the second sting. <laughs> wait for the Entertainment second Weekly sting. has a good write up of how that shot went down because mm-hmm. I read a thing about Chris Evans in that shot. Was it super post or like way afterwards? It was way after. It was oh, weeks nice. ago. It was like literally, <laughs> yeah, measured oh, in weeks awesome. ago. Right now, that makes it better. Uh, but there's a funny thing. I won't say what you know without spoiling what happened in case you didn't see it yet or, or in different times. It's the only thing we can't spoil. I know. Right. In case some reason you didn't see it, but like Chris Evans is, as Cap in this scene is sitting on the table <laughs> he never with moves. he never moves. He's got his hand on his head, right? Like you know, you're resting your head in your in your fist when you like lean on a table. It's because Chris Evans at that point already had a beard. And had shaved his head for an, for another movie, and he's like, "I can't shave the beard. I'm I'm shooting a movie," and so that's, that's why he's so covering good. his face the whole wow, time. Oh, I so have no clue. And he can't move because it'll show. And he's wearing some kind of prosthetic to kind of hide it. But right. it's just like all like that's how wow. that's how like unplanned this scene was. And, uh, uh, let, right. Let's Avengers. get out of here, Henry. Take us out, buddy. Well, uh, that was a lot of fun. If you haven't seen Avengers yet. Uh, you fucked up. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next week on Cape Crisis. BJ Pie. The following has been a Laser Time production. Find out more, go to BatmanThePodcast.com.